0: What's up, Douglas? T-shirt time. T-shirt time. Hey t-shirt time. It's
1: T-shirt time. That means yeah. you wear nothing but a
2: T-shirt, right? That's right. No yeah. pants. No
1: pants, dance. Let's get it
2: on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chinese drums. Bup, bup,
3: bup. <laughs>
0: yeah, so we had. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened this last week, but we only had seven reviews.
3: But. Yeah, I know. Ooh. I know, it's
0: unacceptable. Listen,
3: Ooh. listeners. People are starting to not to
2: us. That hurts this. me in the loins. Leave us a review and you could get a chance to win a freaking
0: badass oh Mind Pump Shirt. Yeah, and by the way, we have Ooh. brand new ones that are only available to those who leave a review and win.
2: Oh, <gasps> so you can't buy them? You can only, you only can, wait and get at the, it?
0: At this time, Excuse you can't me. buy them. You may be able to buy them in the future, but right now, you can only get it by- So if you want to be a, a cool fa- kid, yeah, you got to do it. Oh yeah, yeah. We've already sent out a few, and uh, we have quite a few of them, so we're going to be giving them away quite generously. Good, wow. Who's uh, who's, so who's winning? winning this, who's winning this week? That Smith Life and Justino Fit.
2: You mm. guys win two two shirts out this week. Name. Uh, so what do they do? Email you,
0: yeah. Mind at gmail.com. Include your name that you used in your iTunes review, your shirt size, your address. And for all the rest of you, if you want one of those new shirts, leave an awesome review, and we may
3: pick you. And all of you single ladies Good over luck. 40 years old, please leave your phone number for Doug. Hey. Oh, yeah. A <laughs> little pick.
0: If you want to pump your body and expand your mind, there's only one place to go. Mind Pump. Mind Pump. With your hosts, Sal Stefano, Adam Schaefer, and Justin Andrews.
2: So I go to... Uh... I, okay. go to, I go to your place, Adam, to grab something, and uh, I noticed a movie on the counter. Oh,
3: boy. I'm so excited to get home.
2: Yeah. I just saw the picture. For Bro, that. I'm going to watch it, but I know it's going to suck. It's right. got to suck. Well, if, okay, you didn't watch it as a kid? No, I didn't, so it's going to suck.
3: Oh, you did watch it? Well, no, I didn't. Oh, I've never so, seen it. Okay, so it probably will suck for you. What's it yeah, called? Rad? What's yeah, this? rad. You're going to have rad. no
1: sentimental nostalgia, you know, Attachment there exactly so, of so there, course you, it's gonna yeah suck. if you watch a like watch a karate kid now yeah if you horrible. watch an
3: 80s movie and you you weren't in love with it in the 80s and you expect it to like wow you like no okay. 80s movies gonna wow you for the Send first time me yeah. Yeah. Name, just but yeah <laughs> <laughs> Katrina was so mad right at me because I was now. playing Justin's meme like over and over the car I'm yeah. like. <laughs> And, and that I know, know it took you like
1: right back there. Huh? You have no idea oh, what a length I
3: went to find this thing. You can't. Yeah. Okay, you know most old shit you can get on YouTube. Like someone's co- even like recorded it from their phone, like yeah. watching the TV. No, you can't find. Ravi. Nothing. You can't Amazon. Really? Sold out. You can't find it on Amazon. You can't buy it on Apple. Dude. You can't buy it on Google. You had to go to China. Only the G's bro, have it. I had to buy it from some like. Back of a back of a BMW, dude. Like it was like that Legit? gangster, Ella gangster. How much? I hope you? it's rad when I get there. I hope wow. it's not something yeah, else. I hope like,
1: it's not Dar. It's like Beverly Hills Cop. It's the, it's like, the Indian oh, version. He, he
2: bought the Bollywood ver- version. The Bollywood version. I gotta, <laughs> yeah,
3: don't uh, hear your I know. Something like that. that was horrible. I, I have I not apologize. been so excited to watch a movie, and it you know, and what it, and this, this is uh, when I was a kid. Uh, I think I figured it was what it was 1986 when it came out. So I'm five years old. I watched that. You know what? And and you guys know that you have kids, so I know you guys have a kid. Oh, you watch yeah. it over and over again, right? The, your kid watches one like movie A million right, times, right? There's every every child finds a movie that was my movie. That movie I watched at least a hundred times. Yeah, at I watched least. that
1: one and Goonies like a million. Do, the
3: only, yeah, I love Goonies.
2: The only movie you know, what movie I watched over and over again as a kid, Predator. Yeah, like how fucked up is Me that? Too. I was oh, like eight yeah. years old. I was like Predator uh, over and over again. Were yeah. we eight? I'm sure not loving. When that was movie. Predator? Were we?
3: I think we were older than that. Uh, it was, like
1: ni- was it not 90 It was like 87 Google that Doug Predator
3: Maybe Once uh, Yeah Predator Doug can't get up He's got his bust He's got his vagina knee
1: Doug can't get up Because his vagina His labia flaps Are just not Oh my today. god <laughs> Whoa
2: 1987 bro Space. 87. Okay. Away yeah so there. I was like I was probably 10 9 or 10 When I watched that shit Over and over And over again I love yeah. Predator And you know what I still love that fucking movie Because uh, And I hated Predator part 2 no, no, nothing against Danny Glover, but uh, oh. no fucking way in hell could you kill Predator, bro. He only wasn't Arnold, huge, yeah. yeah. Arnold could do it, only Arnold yeah, could do it. Then. Danny Glover, oh, great and lethal weapon yeah. against Predator, not dude. And he had
1: Apollo in that movie, you had Jesse Ventura, you had some
2: beasts, bro. I like how what's his name, what's, what's his name, fuck, Withers something withers oh, Carl, Carl Withers yeah he's known as Apollo yeah, yeah no Apollo. he's just he's just Apollo forever <laughs> <laughs> I know damn it
3: Uh what about that I you didn't get... even catch that. And, uh, he did that he named everybody else did but you guys even... ever... it's
2: just
1: like assumed it's yeah. Apollo yeah. did you guys <laughs>
2: ever watch that movie Um The Last Dragon The Last Dragon mm. oh please say it tell me you've, you've seen this I think movie. It, I have hey,
1: he's watching The Last Dragon making fun of us for watching rats. no bitch <laughs> listen, to yeah. listen to what I'm saying
2: listen to what I'm saying the Last Dragon. It's the freaking. Uh,
1: yeah, guys, The Last it's, Dragon. It's, it was <laughs> awesome. No,
2: his name is Bruce Leroy. He's, he's Bruce <laughs> he's, Leroy. It's a fucking. And then you had uh, Shonuff, or what's his name? Shut up. Yeah, who's the master? Enough. You never seen that shit? And his hands glow and he does a fucking kung fu. Every Whoa. listener right now is getting angry with you two right now for not watching oh. that. <laughs> is
1: this like a spoof? It Had it's, to be.
2: It's like a black exploitation almost film, but it's kung fu and it's sick and it's got great music. Rad and dirt bike. Okay, by you, camera, you know what? I'll right? cool. I will no. watch
1: that. No, because I respect
2: you know you as fu. a
1: person. So you have to watch Rad because you respect. Oh, me oh as a I'm for
2: sure gonna watch Rad. All right, cool. But then what was that girl that was a uh, uh, Prince's girlfriend, Apollonia? What was her name? she's in that movie too and she sings in there
3: and shit and she's really hot I had a well, what, massive boner what were you for her do, what were you doing between wow. the ages of 5 and 8 do you know what you were into what were you into between ages 5 and 8 quantum know, physics no i don't, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> 5 and 8 um, uh, He-Man w- was the shit
2: oh yeah love fucking He-Man Thunder, uh, Thundercats Thundercats was awesome oh. I loved 321 Snorks. Contact 321 Contact was my favorite show on TV do you guys remember that 321
1: Contact how about Dragnet you're probably all over that with the math and shit. No, that's stupid. Remember,
2: you guys don't remember, 3-2-1 do remember, Whatever, 3-2-1. remember yeah, three, two, one contact. I do remember three, two, Remember that? It was a science show. Three, two, one contact. Yeah, yeah it was pretty that. awesome. And they do. It was like it would, they would do science and shit, and they'd show yeah. like weird. Science just, just, justin. What were you doing? It's five. fun. You'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yes, that was you. Hey, that was me. Five and eight. Five to eight. Five to eight. What yeah. was I doing? Yeah, yeah. I had doing? a lot
1: of he I, I mean, all your typical stuff: GI Joes and. Uh, what else was I into? I was into all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, micro machines. Oh, right? good yeah. one. Yeah. Remember that guy had talked super fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You
2: know yeah. what I used to say? I couldn't, couldn't believe and it. And then there was this joke in elementary school. I don't know if you guys remember this one. Hey, man, does your dick say micro machines on it? And the guy would be like, no. And he'd be like, then it's not the real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys you, remember that in Micro yeah. Machines? You said the like, same Micro Machines. I remember that. that when you said thing. this. I heard
3: that. That's I heard right. you say that before. I did. You did say that. Yeah. <laughs> and then the rest of the
1: time I'm playing
2: sports. Uh, that's, and what and I, I just, I that's what, what I was going to say. That's right. What is yeah. this thing you speak of? Yeah. yeah,
3: known as sports. Five years old. I chicks. was riding. I was riding the bikes uh, for sure. This was. I think that was before rollerblading was. Even oh, out. I was skateboarding. Yeah, yeah I was
1: doing a little BMXing skateboarding. I was hardcore. So
2: you can do a kickflip. Yeah, I could do a kickflip you back You can? Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, don't hold me. He's like, Justin's like, fuck it. Don't hold listen, me that. Listen. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, show it, bro. Instagram it. No, not happening.
2: <laughs> I can. Uh, I used to have oh, a big wheel. It. Did you guys have a big wheel? Oh, of course. Yep. yep. That was the sickest thing of all time. A what the one? fuck happened to those, man? They still have they them. They came back. They and have, you know what?
1: They're even sicker now. Yeah, they're dude, cool dude. now. They, now they drift.
3: Yeah, they have levers. So they the back,
1: actually, yeah, you can turn the back so it like goes against it. Do they have them for adults? Yeah. They do. Doug, we I should want get some. Doug,
2: okay. I want you to invest in three Bro, mine, actually awesome. four, because you need one too. Four mind pump big wheels. And yeah. we're racing. Let's ooh. do that. Ooh, I love then, this ooh, idea. let's do that. When we go to the, when we go to a fitness convention, we're riding those fuckers yeah, 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 there. I'm rolling up in one of those. For Your sure.
3: unathletic ass is fucked in this one for Why, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why does it require yes. athleticism? Yeah, it does. No, it doesn't. You got to pedal. One, two, one. Two, oh, two. you do? He's gonna be
1: counting each one. If we one two, one two, one, two,
3: one, two, one. <laughs> hey, if you have to, if you have to drift or turn, you're fucked. If we go straight, you might be all right. You yeah. might be all right. You yeah. be you as long lot of as we definitely have to race, he's got a lot of, a I mean, lot of that's, power. That's, that's like, a must. We do. We have to race, yeah. but we, he has to turn. He has to actually drive. You okay. can't just. Is there? Is there? If it got to look cool and
2: super slow, as long as too. we don't go downhill or uphill or turn, <laughs> and then I'm good. Or if there's a little slippery, then I'm not. I don't want <laughs> oh, do Yeah, yeah. We don't want to put too, you out of your element. It's too dangerous. Doug, do no,
3: you remember when you were between the ages of five and eight? Is that even? Can you even do that? Can you go that far back? Yeah, I think I can. What were you doing between he five? I had a big wheel. He was playing he's with
2: his pet brontosaurus.
0: They used to have them back then. <laughs> his pet brontosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> back when he was a pterodactyl. I had a Schwinn bicycle. That was before the BMX stuff.
3: <laughs> okay. All right, man. Yeah. All right. Um, I like Schwinn's.
0: A lot of uh, pretend stuff I did because- oh, yeah. uh,
3: Did you have a make-believe friend when you were a kid? I
0: didn't, but I did a lot of pretending. I mean, I was Batman, Superman, uh, Robin Hood- we lived over a, a valley, a, above a valley, and we—I go down there with a bow and arrow and shoot things. I'm glad you didn't say Robin. Your mom lets you have awesome. a bow and arrow between five and eight? Well, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Damn, wow. bro. In those yeah, days, yeah, in be, those days, you could. We play had a to eat, yeah, so, had like We had to guns. eat somehow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Squirrel. Yeah. So. Shh. Huh? What's that sound? It's coming. It's motherfucking Whoa. quad. Wow!
3: <laughs> now you take my slide. You took my <laughs> lines before? <laughs> you guys, <laughs> first, first you You guys are to get this organized. I know, dude. Talk to this guy. What's going on? I know. You know what? That's he right. wants to
1: open. He wants to close. Right? He wants to take your lines. <laughs> quack, 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 He's going to take all my jokes. <laughs> I know pretty soon. Everything.
0: Pretty soon. Hold on, I'm Hey, dumb. everybody. Welcome to the Sal Show. Yeah, it's Sal, Sal Show.
2: Sal. Sal He's so funny.
1: And he gets so many chicks.
2: No. <laughs> He's Sal. He, doesn't eat. he does
3: all the rolls. He does all the he not even need two other guests. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just, wait, hold on a second. I want Justin to play that song again.
1: It's Sal. <laughs> Join him. It's his show. Wow.
0: <laughs> yeah. All okay. right. For the Sal so, Show, we have some questions.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not answering any of them. Fine, <laughs> yeah. No, you're we, so
0: good at it. Beginning with Caitlin M. Barr. Uh, she is asking about body wash, shampoo, and that type of thing. What to look out for? Because we talk a lot about what to look out
3: for as far as eating is concerned. Oh, wow! Right. This goes in line with what you were mentioning about. Uh, was, yeah, there was a. I had just heard about this. Do uh, you want my- Sal to go ahead and say it for you? Or can you say it? What. Can you go ahead and go and talk about this? Do you want Sal to say no, it? No, you? you guys
2: set up. Do <laughs> come on, man. He's I mean, throwing me
3: off. Like, what, I need Daddy Sal to come <laughs> oh in. Oh, my God. Video? Why you to start shitting at about? him? Damn it. I got to fuck with Justin every once in uh, a while and interrupt man, he him. He terrible. does. <laughs> he does have
1: to throw me out of my train of thought. I was like, so focused. <laughs> no, I was uh, uh, thinking about this study that um, they were actually showing, um, I don't know if it was young girls that were uh, putting on makeup that had uh, uh, some kind of like a steroid or or not a steroid but like a hormone. So their hormones changed because of all um Absolutely. all the makeup that they're applying, and so uh, it just got me thinking about that uh, as far as like the 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 skin being an organ and um, lotions and uh, products with um, shampoos and soaps antibacterial and antibacterial right, stuff, right? And, and you know the flora that's good flora that we don't want to necessarily. Uh, get rid of, but we do by uh, using specific types of products and stuff like that. So anyway, so that's all tied into health as well. and I thought this is an interesting question
3: because well, you know it, it highlights that.
2: Excellent, because uh, look, you buy a bottle of uh,
3: medicine or supplements or whatever. God, if it wasn't enough that Big herba hates us, now the fucking <laughs> cosmetic now now you know, the fucking Johnson solution. and Johnson's yeah. coming after uh, us. <laughs> well, they're all, they're actually they're family. Co- they're very
2: closely Listen. tied. Go uh, grab your bottle of lotion or grab your shampoo. Um and look at the ingredients and Jurgens. it's it's That's very difficult is. to tell how much of what's in there. Skin lotions typically don't even have a lot of times don't even have them. Makeup doesn't necessarily have ingredients. What you have are you have a lot of uh, chemicals known as xenoestrogens, and these are chemicals that um they're not they they interact with the estrogen receptor in the body, so they may exert effects like estrogen. And so these girls, these young girls, are using these ma- you know makeups and stuff and you know lotions. And they're 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 stimulating uh, puberty earlier. Mm-hmm. They're you know and they're they're getting into puberty earlier. And this is not a good thing because you start messing with the estrogen receptors. You increase risks of cancer and stuff like that later on. Mm. Um, and so we talk a lot about, about you know eating organic food and eating things that are clean and uh, you know non-GMO and stuff like that. Um, but the products that you rub on your skin, you put on your face, that you put under your arm, that you wash your hair with. That's also, you got, and I, we sound like pain in the ass. We right? sound like total hippies. Yeah. Like, but it's true. We've gone down that hole. It's true, man. It, think about it. And it what, smells. Every single day you put toothpaste in your mouth. Every single day you you rub this stuff in your scalp and some of it gets absorbed. Yeah. Every single day you rub lotion on your skin, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of those things, if there's something in them that interacts with the body is over time going to cause, can cause right. things to happen. In the body. So- yeah, we have to
1: consider this. I mean, it's it's just something you're doing to your body, like, frequently. Just like uh, we talk about uh, when we get to muscle imbalances or we have overactive muscles, it's due to repetitive movements that we're constantly doing that we don't address or we don't combat by teaching the body how to uh, deal with that uh, properly. And so this is just another facet that, you know, we do have to consider. We have to consider um, all these additional types of hormones and things that we're uh exposing ourselves to
2: well it's uh, it's funny because i'll tell people this kind of stuff they'll be like oh but i love this product it makes my skin look so nice do you know what makes your skin look nice proper diet proper diet and hydration will do more for your skin in terms of youthfulness and suppleness than almost any product you'll ever rub on it um, same thing with hair uh and with anything else people like oh well, i need to use a really strong deodorant because otherwise i'll, I'll have bo Proper diet a lot of times corrects that as well. Changes the the your your external flora, the bacteria that lives on your skin, and will change and, and make it to where you don't smell when you sweat. Um, it's it's interesting stuff, uh, but it's something you need to consider. Look, I'll give you a great example. It's a real easy example. For years now, we've seen, um, and and you're seeing less now because the backlash has already started. But for years, you would go to the store and you would see soaps, and then you'd see antibacterial soap, mm-hmm. right? What's the difference between soap and antibacterial soap? Well, first of all, regular soap is also antibacterial. All soap is. It kills bacteria or washes it off your skin. So soap is all antibacterial. But the, the soaps that, and, that were um, advertised as antibacterial soaps would contain a natural antibiotic, uh, excuse me, not natural, but an antibiotic called triclosan. Mm-hmm. And triclosan, you rub on your skin when you wash, you rinse your hands off, but triclosan stays on your skin and it acts like an antibiotic. Well, overuse of any antibiotic is extremely dangerous. Keep in mind, we're also washing this off into our water supply, and it doesn't get filtered out very well. Mm-hmm. So it's no wonder that we're seeing lots of these like you know, bugs that are becoming antibiotic resistance or gut issues or autoimmune issues that could be tied to some of the stuff. Now you're seeing some backlash, and they're not selling... Uh, as many anymore. I believe the FDA came down on them and said, you can't do this anymore.
1: There was a big, and you see that too with these trends with like people like the bird flu or like (laughs) uh, these sort of pandemics happen, like sales of these uh, (laughs) antibacterial soaps and gels and lotions and everything goes through the roof. And uh, yeah, that's the thing. It's like people just want to almost bleach their whole body so they won't catch whatever sort of cold or disease is out there Uh, and not really uh, addressing it from, I mean, like give your immune system a chance to, you know, uh,
3: be familiar with, with uh these antibodies. Well let's let's be honest, this is very similar to like Sal was starting to say the whole bigger herba thing that we're talking about is that here now you have uh, these companies, makeup companies, lotion companies, any sort of the shampoos, stuff like that. And, you know, the marketing behind it is, you know, kill this or cleanse that or purify mm-hmm. that or, yeah. you know, you, you want something strong like that's they, they've point nine
1: percent kill everything.
3: Right. I mean, and even to the point where I have to be honest, I remember like getting shampoos and stuff like I like the shampoos. that made my head, my scalp tingly. You know, I right. F- what oh, did yeah. that do for your? Hair? Yeah. 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 What is that? But it feels it like it, mint. and It, it tingles. Feel, yeah. It feels like it's doing yeah. something, right? So yeah. I mean, when you think about it, the Bye same man type man. of the same type of marketing uh, goes here, and and what people need to understand is you hear it on Mind Pump, and we're talking about it trust me we're not going to see uh the, it swing the pendulum swing in the shampoo and fucking lotion area in anywhere in the next 10 years there's there's way more people against what we're saying right now that will be fighting us with studies trying to prove that what we're saying is just you know happens to be correlation it's not you know well, it's just funny to me like you just said
2: like your skin tingles look if you're uh if you're going to make a product here's a here's a guaranteed way for you to sell a lot of your product make people feel it that's it throw something in there that makes there people is. feel something and then they will equate that to this product is doing something. Here's another example. Uh shampoo or toothpaste that lathers. Like mm-hmm. we equate lather to like oh my god this luxurious lather it means it's really cleaning my hair or Soap, this yes, toothpaste soaping all up, right? Yeah, this toothpaste makes all these bubbles. Mm-hmm. That means it must work real well. That has nothing to fucking do with what it's supposed to do. Mm. They add an ingredient to purposely make bubbles and shit cuz people like the feel of it. But it absolutely do- it does nothing. You could brush your teeth with baking soda, you're not going to get all these bubbles and wonderful lather in your mouth and you're going to clean your teeth just as good as you do with the freaking detergent toothpaste <laughs> that makes all kinds of bubbles in your mouth. Yeah. It's it's and pretty then you interesting won't get all stuff. the
1: sugar that they put in it as well.
2: Or other shit, exactly. It's mm-hmm. funny they right? do that.
0: Pumphead Rob is asking what percentage body fat do you need to see your abs?
2: There you go, Adam.
3: Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Fuck You're your real rough. house. What? He's the handsome one. <laughs> uh so that depends. Uh everybody's gonna be different. Um we've kind of mentioned this a little bit. Um I think in fact all all four of us in this room, even for uh Doug here, have seen our abs probably at different body fat percentages. Um I typically can actually still see my abs uh between twelve and fifteen percent. Asshole. Yes, and and right away someone would say that yeah, we asshole. Hate but him. Then I don't see like separation in my quads or my back until I get down to like fucking five percent. Mm. So you know everybody tends to hold body fat and in, in different areas and store it. And you know everyone's and for every person that has a weakness somewhere, they probably have a strength somewhere else. And like I said, you know everybody says, "Oh, good for you, you get abs." But unfortunately, uh, I don't get to ever see my back muscles until I get completely lean or my legs. Yeah, so. see,
2: I need to, for me to have a good six pack. I need to be about nine nine percent in the past i'd have to get down lower than that but then i built my abs so i actually built the muscles of my abs so they stick out more and then they're now they're more visible at higher body fat percentages and i did that through just proper programming and training mm. um, but for mo- for the most part if you're a a man you probably want to you probably need to be around 10% yeah 10 or less around 10% to get a six pack i need to be a little lower someone like adam can be higher for women i think they'll probably see a six pack around 14 15 14% if i'm not mistaken maybe 13, um, and they'll they'll start to see a six-pack. But yeah, like like Adam was saying, it's a little bit different for everybody. If you really want to see a six-pack, you got to get lean but also build your abs uh, and build them properly. We actually have a uh, program called the No BS Six-Pack Formula that talks about that. It's a program specifically to build the abs.
3: Wouldn't you say, too, that some of it uh, could be could be different because somebody also has been a poor eater for a very long time, and they have a lot of stomach fat. They have a lot of fat around that, a lot of stubborn fat in that area, and they've been eating because they've been eating so poorly. You know, for it's, so in, long.
2: it's interesting. Studies will now show that depending on what you eat, you can store body fat. Your genetics play the big, big role, right? But of there is a small. There are some studies that show yeah. that eating a certain way will store more body fat in the belly or in the thighs. Um, uh, I believe. Hormone disrupt, disruptances are really changed at the most. So uh, I know we just talked about like the xenoestrogens and certain chemicals and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. They find that, you know, men whose hormone levels are off, they'll store more body fat and, you know, other parts of the body. And, you know, you'll get maybe more visceral body fat. So, yeah, there's definitely a case to be made for that.
3: And I know mine's completely anecdotal, but I remember after I got uh, fell out of shape and decided to get back into shape after I kind of pretty much beat up my body uh, nutritionally. Uh, for sure, for a good year, year and a half, and when I got back into shape, <clears throat> I remember when I got all the way down. Uh, I think I was down to seven percent, and I still had like this little pouch of fat that was on the on the bottom part of my stomach, and it it took me three shows before that literally like went away it was crazy and i and i remember it tripping me out every time that God, that's I'm, interesting yeah it was very and like i said it's only anecdotal I'm, I'm talking about myself i don't have fucking tons of studies to show this but that was something that i noticed and being somebody who was watching stuff like that because i'm getting on stage and every every drop of fat on my body uh mattered i'd had this stubborn little tiny little and each time i leaned out back down to the single digit body fat uh that, that that stubborn fat was a little bit less a little bit less a little bit less to eventually now when if I drop all the way down to 6% body fat because now I've not allowed myself to go beyond probably 11 or 12% I've kept myself that at the highest and then mostly in single digits for the last almost 3 years now but going uh when I when I first was coming down that first couple times it, that was still hanging around there so I've always been very interested in in what the science would probably be behind that I know it was uh, I I know something was going on. I know that when I was at seven percent the first time was definitely different than the the two other times after that. Getting really lean
2: is difficult. Uh, that's I mean even now you go to Golds, you go to one of these hardcore gyms, and the person who will get the most looks is some the guy or girl that's really lean, more so than the really big smooth person. The really right. big smooth person doesn't really stand out that much. It's when it's you're called shredded. discrimination. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Justin. <laughs> When you're shredded, you get a lot of attention because it's rare. And a six-pack is rare. You get a six-pack, you get a nice six-pack that you, you, you can see without flexing. Big and smooth. And you go to the pool, um, <laughs> you know, you're going to get recognized. Uh, but it's just it's difficult. It takes a lot of planning, nutrition, uh, good programming with your workout, and consistency. you got to be consistent as hell.
0: Fit Chris 86 is asking, with all the stress and busyness of life, do you ever have difficulty living in the moment wow. with your family and friends?
3: That's a no daily way. struggle. Wow. Yeah. Boy, this probably is a, a, a zinger for all all it's four, all four men in this room yeah. for sure. I'm sure of it. Uh, that's Chris. That's why I, I thought it was a good one. And, and this was a topic just recently um, You know, I got into with my girl. It, it's very difficult for me. Uh, it's kind of... And I guess, and the reason why I don't let it beat me up—it's a you know, constant struggle. It is a constant. It's something that I have to be always self-aware of. Uh, but at the same time, too, and I and I've spoken to my girl with this, I wouldn't get rid of that trait either, because I also believe that's also what propels me to be successful in the things that I that I pursue. Because I believe that if you're going to be exceptional at anything that you do, whether it be health and fitness, or you know, financially in your career, or sports, whatever. You have to be a tad fanatical mm-hmm. about it to be elite. You could be good at anything if you apply yourself and you work hard. I believe anybody can. But I also believe unless you're naturally gifted in some specific area, there's an obsessive component. You 100%. have you have to have a little bit of this uh, you know, fanatical side to you, which means you're kind of always, you know, yeah. like like business wise, which I think all these gentlemen in this room are. You know, I'm I could be sitting there at a, at a table with family and this and that, and talking and this and that, and my mind starts to drift. And fuck, you know what I need to do? I need to make sure I send a message over to Doug because I want to make sure that tomorrow when I meet with the boys, that all of us are doing this together because we finish that. And that starts happening in my mm-hmm. brain, and I can't have I can't help it, and I can't stop it. It's the same thing that goes. Why I have like a bajillion notes in my iPhone is. I can't sleep some nights and I'm up till two in the morning just writing notes, you know? You, you know when we're all in the moment?
2: Yep. Right here?
3: When we're on the fucking...
2: <laughs> you know, you know I, just, I just realized that shit right now. That's why all the all of us have talked about how therapeutic it is to get on the mics. Do you know why it's therapeutic for us? Because we're in the moment. This is man. the only fucking time I'm ever truly in the moment. <laughs> this is insane. Mm. It is a fucking struggle. Are you kidding me? Yeah. If you are, if you are like one of us and you have a family... Uh, you're it's you're gonna get into battles. You're gonna get into battles with your wife. Uh, you're gonna get because it's difficult. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. You get into that space. I know, man. I live in that fucking space, and I love it here. Yeah. I don't want to leave. Um, and it, it, you know, you, I see my family. I get my kids. I want to, you know, I know I got to, you know, to be able to devote more time and be able to be more present. It's very fucking difficult because it's so addicting what I do and what I love to do. And it's just kind of part of, uh, I think it's part of who I am. Yeah. So it's, it's for me, it's a constant, something I have to constantly work on. It's, it doesn't come naturally at all. Yeah.
1: Oh, it's, it's insanely hard. It's insanely hard. And it's, I find myself always in a moment with uh, where I'm just trying to kind of justify, you know, reason my way around it. Like, well, you know, this is going to lead to this, 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 this. And then I, you know, I try and catch myself and, and try and turn the the mind off and just, be like okay no i'm just going to be here and you know occasionally i can get there and i can and and i'm always like i give my wife a lot of credit for just knowing that and and she she deals with it and and she kind of calls me out on it and then we kind of move forward but she's she knows and by now that that's never going to change like my mind is always going to be racing and i'm always going to have another idea or another major you know uh, uh business thing that i'm gonna get myself involved with uh, especially with you guys so
2: it's like you know saddle up this is this is life you know <laughs> like is this, it, this is how it is how many times have you guys said this to your significant others uh, listen honey we're going to fucking we're going to we're going this is going to grow then we're going to make this much money and then i'm going to be able to take all this time off and then we can have this wonderful <laughs> time together how many times have you said that and then how many times have they said back, this back to you it, nothing you, you, will change you're not going to stay you'll do
1: something <laughs> yeah, else yeah 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 that's exactly what, <laughs> you know exactly right I, I wanted to
3: talk about this cuz i felt like it, this i i felt like all of us could give some really good advice in this area too because it is a reality like the, mm-hmm. the boy said um if you are like us this will be a, a bridge you will cross if you have not crossed with your significant other, and this is um, uh, probably the reason why I. That's I,
2: important to find somebody who understands it. Yes, yes. exactly. So it's
3: probably why I've waited till I was in my 30s before I found the woman that I would settle down with. And let me tell you something that's very unique uh, about Katrina is that I can tell her, I can tell her this, and we, I told her very right from the beginning. I learned through my 20s uh, of of going through girlfriends that it would never. And this was kind of my mo was. You know, I would I would be with a girl, and then a new business thing or something would come up, and then I bury myself into it, and then they could never take it, and they freak out, and then it turns into this big thing, and I'm just like, how am I going to be with this woman that's getting in the way of my success? Like that's so stupid. Like she's out of here. You know? mm-hmm. So like that was kind of it. When I and then I when I met Katrina, uh, you know, I, I felt first of all it was the first woman that I felt like uh loved that part about me. Um, she's now been with me through. She's seen four different businesses being been built and seen them from ground up with me. So and and one of the things about her, like ju- like Justin's Courtney is um, she'll call me out like and and she does it in the right way because I, I told her from the beginning that mm-hmm. this is how I am. I'm not changing. I'm going to be a maniac like this. I'm going to provide a lifestyle for you that you're going to love. I'm going to love you like no one's ever loved you before. And I'm going to be good to you. And these are all this. is But this is who I am. You can't yeah. change that. Yeah. So one of the things that she always does is she 100 percent supports it, respects it. You know, and then every once in a while, the way she tells me is just like, she'll be kind of like, she'll joke about it. But I know she's being serious because I can be this way where she'll be like, hey, don't forget to uh, look at me. I've been home for you've been home for like, you know, three hours or whatever. (laughs) And because I can be that guy, I could be the guy who comes straight to the door. And right away, I've already got something else on my plate that I got to accomplish, you know, and, you know, she'll kind of give me that little subtle jab like that. And she also knows that I'm aware enough to pick up on that and go like, well, I think part of the key,
2: I think the key to that is to find a, uh, a partner. That is also that is also very independent. So if you're uh, you know yeah. if you're a man and you're doing this, you want a woman that is very strongly and fiercely independent because then they won't be challenged by it. They'll have their own shit. So you'll be doing your thing, they'll be doing your own thing, and then you guys can meet together, right. and it's all good. Well, this is
1: also a good reason why you need to let them have friends and let them go out and let them, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't even say let, I'd say promote it. Not, not let, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. the wrong way to say it. I'm just trying to- <laughs> You give them permission <laughs> yeah, sometimes? like you can go out. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying some idiots out there are always like, you know, they get like, no, you- like all needy with their with their significant oh other. yeah
3: that's very common in relationships It's not just
1: yeah it's like i know a lot of guys that are like that that are real like possessive well, and it's like dude
2: no well i'll tell you what for me what tempered me was my kids that's yeah. it nothing could do it but my kids did a little bit and even then i still don't i still know i, I work some people might say way too much or most people might say but back in the day man i was I was six or seven days a week, 8 a.m., 10 p.m. That was, I mean, every fucking day, that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Then when I had kids, it was one day off a week. Literally, that's what I did. I said, okay, I'm going to take Sunday off. Yep. And, uh, uh, you know, that you doesn't work. On that doesn't work for a lot of people, you know? Yeah. And now I'm, I'm getting a little bit better at it, but it's very, very difficult. So, Chris, you're asking the wrong guys if you're looking for good <laughs> advice <laughs> <laughs>
3: about you. No, communication to me is the, the number one thing. If I didn't get that across, is that, you know, being in a relationship that you can communicate that be honest with yourself be honest with your partner right out the gates that this is the type of person I am you know it if you are you know right away if you're listening right now male or female if you can relate to us and you have this mentality you've got to express that from the very beginning with someone because if you try and if like Justin was saying you suffocate each other like crazy because you're all in love you just met each other and you're spending 24-7 and then all of a sudden 24 you realize like oh shit I'm not pursuing my my career goals or my dreams and Mm. you're a very ambitious person then all of a sudden you go the other direction Guess what? You're in for a shitstorm. Yeah,
1: and you have to be very honest, like Adam's saying. The other thing is, you have to have like non-negotiables, and you have to have things that like you value. Like, uh, and and if if it is at a point where you need to designate specific hours of your day where you just you turn everything off and you're there, you know that does help. It definitely helps. Like I'll throw my phone and and get rid of it. And I'm I'm there for two hours. And so it, it's not that it's you can't do it. You just have to make it another discipline. Yeah. Correct. Good so, point. I mean, that, that that's all I would say. I mean, I'm not great at doing that all the time. But if I do, you know, get myself to be disciplined with that, it, it does make a difference.
3: Well, I imagine uh, Courtney is real similar to like Katrina is where. I know when I've pushed that limit. Like when I yeah, exactly, when that's I've, when I
1: get the yeah. <laughs> the little hint. Yeah, yeah.
3: Once I get that subtle hint and I know, you know, that, okay, if she says something, then I've been going too far because she already knows this about me. She already puts up with it on a daily basis. So I already know that. So when I get the sign, then it's like, just like Justin said, the phone, the computer, everything gets shut down. And I'm f- 100% focused on you and what we're doing right now. What would you like to do, honey? There it is.
0: Who is Lisa P. is asking, if you could go back to any age, uh, what age would that be? And what would you tell yourself?
3: Mm. Well, we're getting close right today, huh?
2: That's a good one. Uh, Just I'd, I'd go lives. back to when I was five and I'd tell myself, don't eat that spider. <clears throat> don't eat the spider. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, you know what? I would go back to, let me see. I was, I must I have been. would have made
1: that kid eat the shit brownie.
2: <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I, uh, when I was, uh, I think I was 20. And I had an opportunity to go um, run a gym in Hong Kong. Um, this was back when Whoa. when 24 owned uh, well, the California Fitness Clubs. You guys remember those? Mm-hmm. In Hong Kong. Big mm-hmm. fucker. These were massive, like three-story gyms. Yeah, 50 to 100 trainers in each one. 50 to 100 trainers in each one. I was going to get paid a shit ton of money. The taxes in Hong Kong are nothing. But I was 20, and I was intimidated as hell. And uh, I said no. I actually would turn it down. And I had a couple opportunities like that where, I, at one point, I could have been a district manager in in Colorado. I think that would have been awesome. It would have been awesome just to go out and and, and be out uh, other places and learn. Mm-hmm. But I was I was intimidated for a couple reasons. One, I was young. Um, I was just a kid in a lot of ways. I was like a like an old man, but a lot of other in other ways, I was very young. And number two, is and you guys are gonna laugh at this, but you guys know how horrible my sense of direction is. And one of my biggest fears would be going to fucking Hong Kong and just getting lost. <laughs> like, who the fuck am I going to ask how to get back to my place? Everybody speaks Chinese. Hey, how funny is that that <laughs> I have the
3: same fear, bro? No, you don't. Yes, <laughs> I, <guess> I do. <laughs> Swear to God. That's why I haven't been there yet. I'm like, fuck, dude, I'd be hella scared <laughs> to get it. It just seems crazy. All the movies you watch, it looks hella busy. And yeah. lots just of get lost and super tall buildings. I It'll always be like,
1: feel like I'm going to be reaching for some handle and then looking and everybody's on me. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, subway. Uh, oh. Subway? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was like, what is he talking about? Uh, Oh, yeah. Shit, anyways yeah that, that's that i wish I, I wish if i could go back in time i wish i did that it would have been an amazing experience you imagine that 20 years old running a freaking gym i probably would have made a couple hundred grand a year yes. most of it non-taxed i would have lived like a freaking champion busted my ass and made a lot of good friends it would have been awesome
1: i thought of something similar like that but it was it was being a trainer on a, on a, um one of those boats the uh, cruise, ship? cruise ships yeah. Wow. Would have been awesome. That actually sounds like a I fun I actually had job. yeah, I had one of my buddies said that he did it. Um and just you know he had the greatest experience ever he did all Jamaica and he did the whole Bermuda and all these different like awesome places
2: did he have sex with a lot of the people on the boat a lot <laughs> yeah.
1: a, taught yoga and banged
2: all day that's a, immediately what I think no, about
1: I know it's you true know. you got like nothing but rooms all over yeah. is,
2: is this your first cruise Mrs. Johnson <laughs> would you like to do some training tomorrow
1: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that sounds good oh god yeah no, I'm sure. I'm sure it
3: was an experience for sure. What what age what age would I go back? Um, I would go back probably to I'd say freshman year in high school. And I say freshman year just because at that point in, in my life, I think you, real, you start to realize the importance of education and learning and stuff like that. I think, in, at least for me, in elementary and junior high, you're just kind of going through the motions. High school, you know, people start talking about college and future and stuff a little bit. So you're, you're starting that point in your life, at least for me. And I would, I would teach myself um, how to learn. I would teach myself a better way of learning than the school. The school was going to teach me in the next four years, and I would I would find the things that I was passionate, and I would really press myself to to learn more in everything. Whether if I was into bicycles, or if I was into drafting and drawing, if I was you know into health and fitness and working out in sports, whatever the things that I loved, I would really really pressure myself. Uh, to continue to to explore that and to to dive deeper into it, if I already like it, I would I would want to push myself. I feel like uh, that's one of the biggest issues that I have with um, how we teach and how we learn. Uh, now is that we, we try and put everybody cookie cutter in the same type of classrooms, the same type of stuff, and I, at least at least ninety percent of the people I ever talked to, you know, talk about their high school years and even some into college years of like a waste of time for a lot of them as far as the stuff they actually. Oh, learned. dude, it was so yeah. unmemorable for me, oh, yeah. so unmemorable. Well, and you know, and I feel like uh, that it's just because we are, we're in this stupid system that's terrible, and I feel I I would challenge, even though like you know, and I, I know one day I'll be challenged with this as a parent of you know, my kid going through school and he's supposed to get his good grades in class. But in reality, I want to be, I want to be finding out what my child is really, really enjoying and loving and, and impressing him to go further in that and t- mm-hmm. wanting him to teach mm-hmm. me more and learn, learn more about that. What, what about this son? What yeah. do you know about that? What do you know about that, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: that's exactly, I mean, that's almost exactly along the lines of what I was going to say, uh, just being a parent now and watching, you know, my kid grow up and everything and like what he's totally into and stuff it's like different than what i was into you know i was just like a total jock like i just immediately wanted to kick a ball throw a ball run constantly you know and he just doesn't have that he's just like so into lego so into star wars you know i got him into taekwondo and it's just like you know like back then i'd be like oh man dude he's so nerdy you had a
2: sal yeah <laughs> exactly yeah he's
1: he's kind of sal-esque that's awesome uh, i want to meet yeah, this yeah.
2: kid he's, he's he no like but
1: he cool. is awesome of course yeah but I mean, it's it, it is stuff like that. Like I totally would have been into martial arts, and I w- I really wish that I would have uh, pursued that more earlier in life, you know. But I I definitely went the sports route, which all too I wouldn't I wouldn't trade that either, though. I I'm kind of in a in a spot where uh, I didn't want to be total cliche and be like I wouldn't change anything because you know it wouldn't have led me to where I am right now, which is totally true. But, uh, you know, that's one of those passions. I have a passion for that, and I have a passion for art and drawing. And I was in this cartooning class uh, in high school, and I loved it. I loved it. And then it just was over within a semester, you know, and then never did anything ever again. And, like, I remember that being, like, my favorite thing. I totally could have got into, like, drawing and comics and all that kind of stuff. But then people would have, like, shot spitballs at me and, like, (laughs) called me nerd, and, you know, so I didn't. (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah.
0: Adam Wakefield, PT, is asking the best way to add in HIT with a three-day full-body workout.
2: So HIT, he's referring to high-intensity interval training, which is a type of cardio where you go at a very high intensity for a short period of time. Then you go at a low intensity for a little bit longer period of time, and then you repeat that. So it would be like a 20-second sprint followed by a minute walk and then back and forth or whatever. Um and typically that type of cardio you do for a shorter period of time, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes 15, and you're done. Twenty maybe. Versus yeah. uh, regular cardio where you're there thirty forty minutes.
3: I wish I knew. <clears throat> I wish I knew a little bit more. I wish I knew what uh what the desired goal is.
2: Oh, that's what I was gonna say. Like it depends on the individual. Here's what I've always seen work well for the average person is if they're gonna if they're doing a three day a week full body routine, which by the way is superior to a body part split. So three days a week full body. Is to do three days a week of cardio, two days a week of them are steady state, and one day a week is high intensity interval training. I've seen good success with that, with a with a decent percentage of the amount of people that I've trained. But if you're an athlete, if your fitness level is at a different level, right. you might want to do more um, or less. If you're like, uh, you know, one of those high intensity individuals who doesn't get much sleep and works a lot, maybe you have two kids, you're tired then you probably don't want to do. Yeah, you're pressed on time. You probably don't want to do high intensity interval training because it's going to stress your body more. You're already lifting weights 3 days a week. Mm-hmm. You're probably better off doing the very slow recuperative, restorative type cardio like walking outside or something like that. So mm-hmm.
3: so I um and this is why maybe we don't talk about HIIT. We don't talk a lot about different types of cardio training very much. Because uh, I'm the only one that likes it. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think
1: that's <laughs> how I exactly would... Exactly why.
3: That's probably how I would tell someone to do that, is if you like doing it, and I would probably say if you're doing three... I would do it two to three times a week, but that's your main reason of doing it. A lot of people do hit because there's been studies out there that have shown that it's oh, one of the most efficient ways to burn fat. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is such a... Uh, um, over abused word, efficient, the most efficient way to do this. And the the supplement industry uses it like crazy. The training industry uses it like crazy. I'll tell you what, like uh, the biggest thing, game changer that I've changed since I coach a lot of clients and I still do this, especially with competitors and stuff. I prescribe more neat than I prescribe yeah. any other type of form of cardio. Mm-hmm. I teach people how to understand how to just move on a daily basis and pay attention to that more than that because let's put it the let's say you did hit cardio every single day for 12 to 20 minutes cuz that's the normal time for hit cardio. 12 to 20 minutes you did that 7 days a week. Well, and I find out that I I start tracking your movement all day long and let's say with that cardio 7 days a week you average 15,000 steps an X amount of calories every single day. Simply me getting you to just walk around for an extra 10,000 steps a day and get rid of your hit will end up benefiting you more in the fat burning zone, burning more fat overall than doing your hit seven days a week. Mm-hmm. So and and that's easier for the average person just learning to teach people how to just incorporate more movement through their day to ramp up their caloric expenditure ends up being a lot easier way to coach somebody than telling them you should do hit.
2: Well not to mention hit requires more skill. Yeah. It requires a higher level of skill, right? It's, a lot so it's harder on the joint. It's harder on the body. It it can it definitely will stress your body more than regular cardio will. It's not a restorative type of cardio. It's definitely a workout. Yeah. Um so it's I mean if you want to improve your endurance, your VO2 max, that's great. If you just want to do cardio and you're focusing a lot of your energy on your lifting, yeah. which you should then you got to be careful with hit. you got to use it judiciously but don't make that all your cardio that's typically i, I usually don't recommend more than 2 days a week of of hit unless it's an athlete that's specifically training for this that this has been of the
1: year. hardest for me because like uh, people ask me you know how do i incorporate hit how do i incorporate hit cuz i know like i would be that person that uh would want to do cardio that way because um, that's the way that we moved when we were being athletic, and and when it mattered. When when you're getting conditioned before the season, that's kind of like the the go to recipe was like you did this, you know, these high intensity bouts, and then you would emulate that uh, in, in gameplay. Or like I'm doing basketball now, but uh, all these required like a pretty high level of of uh, endurance uh, or stamina, I should say, uh, and so you know, getting into that kind of, kind of shape meant that you're in shape, right? And, and that's the association there that uh, I have and a lot of, like, ex-athletes have. Or uh, So, you know, getting somebody back to, like, a, a, a field of reason, like, now that their season's gone and it's not just, like, all 100% effort in performance, uh, doing things that help the body, working with the body, like, that's been the game changer for me. You know, that's what's done the most change uh in my body and i know that uh will will help with with me going forward uh as far as like getting burnt out and then Mm -hmm. like going in these spurts because i would get in these moments where i'm like i'm i'm doing hit i'm doing hit but then i'd always trail off and then there'd be this period
3: where i really wasn't into it anymore this is so and that is the reason why i don't So I do prescribe it. Okay. I have two scenarios where I prescribe hit to somebody and I just did to a client literally like two days ago. So I'll explain how, why I did her. And the other one would be somebody who is an athlete and I'm trying to emulate what they're going to be going through, sprinting up and down a basketball court. They're going to sprint for about 30 seconds high, super fast, and they're going to come down. They're going to go back. So someone like that, you want them to be adapted to it. You want them to be used to being put through that. So it makes sense to incorporate that for an athlete like that. Mm -hmm. But a majority of the people out there are using it for fat loss reasons. Okay. So how do I use it for a fat loss client? This is what I'm talking about right now. I just gave it to a a female client of mine. She's uh, 26 years old. She has been with me now almost three months. For three months, she has done no cardio. In fact, I took her out of a high-intensity class, completely stopped that. She runs MAPS. So for three months now, she's been lifting weights, no cardio, walking is her only prescription for me. Mm -hmm. We are three weeks out from her heading out for her birthday for, I believe she's going to Vegas. I have now incorporated three times a week 12 minutes of hit and it's strictly just because time i, I i'm slowly going to add more and more work to her You're as ramped w- all the way up to that point exactly so and i want to start with as, and that's the other reason why i would prescribe hit because it's short and i just want to i just want to kick up her killer cows a little bit i slightly decreased her caloric intake and i'm just going to bump up a little bit more activity all everything else is staying exactly the same and I now will watch her drop another percent or so of body fat in the next week. And, I'll, and then uh, the next thing that we'll get introduced to her is an additional like steady state. So then I'll like two days out of the week, I want you to get up early, walk for 45 minutes to an hour. And that's and the last thing I really want to do is I want to because I want to keep her fed. She's right now. At between She just went from 2200 calories down to 19, down to 17. So that's and that's what's great is when I when she first hired me, she was eating 1500 calories. So I built her up. When I took down all the all the cardio stuff, now I have all kinds of room to play with that. So that's how uh, the only way that I would prescribe hit um, to any any two types of people.
2: Yeah, I would say uh, for me personally, when I I use it, I'm very careful with it because especially if I get a client that's relatively new, it's it, it's a high skill type of cardio. You know what I mean? I'll get a new client. It's very rarely will I tell them to sprint anywhere. They'll they just they they don't even oh, yeah. exercise at all. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So hit is something like you just said. That's a perfect scenario. I would say, other than an athlete, that's a that's a great example. Yep. So uh, you could check out some of our testimonials uh, from people who've done our programs, like uh, Maps Anabolic and Maps Performance, at mindpumpmedia.com. Uh, you can also leave us a five star rating and review on iTunes and check us out on Instagram at mindpump. You can find me at mindpumpsal. You can find Adam at mindpumpadam. And you can find Justin at Mind Pump Justin. Thank you for listening to Mind Pump. For more information about this show and to get valuable free resources from Sal, Adam, and
0: Justin, visit us at www.mindpumpradio.com. Until next time, this is Mind Pump. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat